0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dad Pods.
1: I'm Shane. And I'm Michael.
0: And uh, Dad Pods is the podcast by dads for everyone. Uh, What are we talking about this week, Michael?
1: Today, we are talking about 1988 comedies.
0: Yeah, so we're going through like a whole, like, we're going to just take a year of comedies. We've done it like three times now, four times. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, We're not good at this. Um, But uh, we're going through 1988 Uh, we've got about 10 or 12 movies that we are going to discuss. As always, we're going to go in order of release date. And then uh, we've got three favorites. Um, We actually have uh, one movie that we share uh, our our favorite on. So we'll talk about sort of five movies at the end. Uh, But we're going to start with uh, some notable omissions. Mm -hmm. And feel free to sort of, uh, most of these I just have because they're just really funny titles. 1988 was an amazing year for titles of movies. So, um, some movies that we're not going to talk about. She's Having a Baby. This was a Kevin Bacon vehicle. Mm -hmm. Uh, School Days. This was uh, Spike Lee's second movie. Yeah. And um, I probably would have included it, but I've never seen it. Have you seen
1: it? I am the same. I've seen a bunch of good Spike Lee movies. And this one- Oh, I've seen a
0: lot of- I've seen almost every other Spike Lee movie. I really like
1: Spike Lee. I've just never seen this film. Yeah, I've never heard that this one's particularly good, so I didn't go out of my way to see it.
0: Right, so it's about uh, like uh, fraternities at a at a historically black college, and I think in like Georgia or something like that. Sure. And there's lots of music and dancing and stuff like that. I I encourage people to watch it because Spike Lee is really interesting all the time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Hairspray. This is a uh, this is the Roger Waters or not Roger Waters, John Waters film. John Waters, and uh, I have seen this. I actually I really too. like
1: it. I like this movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, you like this movie? Maybe we yeah. should have included it. In That's the, all right. Uh, it's fine. In the thing, but uh, uh, it's Johnny Depp. And mm-hmm. I think it would be his like first movie role where he's like the star. Yep. Um. Uh. Very strange. Uh, John Waters is a is a is an interesting cat. Um. Funny Farm is a terrible movie starring Chevy Chase, mm-hmm. where he's like it's like a fish out of water movie where he runs a farm.
1: Yep. And, and I it's think like I've seen horror. this too.
0: Yep. Yeah, I've seen it. It's not good. License to Drive is a Corey Haim vehicle. Yep. No pun intended. Also small uh, married, <laughs> yeah Yeah, married to the mob is not a terrible movie it's a it's just i don't think it's very funny mm. uh, but it's like a it's like a rom-com starring michelle pfeiffer as mm-hmm. a mobster's wife who turns state's evidence and matthew modine i think is the, yep. the fbi guy um vampires kiss because we are contra- contractually obligated to mention every nick cage movie that comes yeah yeah it's
1: important. not a good
0: movie no it's not uh, at all the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. I've never seen this movie, but it's an I have. awesome title.
1: I have okay. seen it. And uh, it's notable because uh, Uma Thurman's in it. A very early hmm. Uma Thurman movie.
0: Uh, uh, Yuma Thurman. Yuma
1: Thur- <laughs> Uma Thurman. Uma <laughs> Thurman. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it actually has really good special effects. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's interesting, for sure. Okay.
0: Uh, Working Girl. Uh, this was a movie that was, like, super, like, amazingly, like, empowering when it came out i'm not sure that it holds up anymore i'm pretty like sure the it does not premise premise of the whole movie is like melanie griffith griffith is gonna go become an executive at a at a, at a movie at a big business sure. firm so yeah i'm not sure that that's all that important anymore beaches you and i are not the wind beneath our wings type movie good song watcher. i do like it's the a great song,
1: song. i don't sure. know i i think i've seen the movie because i think i was in the room uh, when my mom was watching it I can't tell you a single thing about the movie.
0: Yeah, I I, I can't tell you. It, other than, is it... Bette, well, Bette Midler did the song. I'm not sure that she's in the movie. She's in it. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, that's all we're going to say about Beaches. Uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Anybody that knows anything about, like, 80s drive-in movies, and, yeah. like, late-night movies, knows that Elvira was, like, a, a female vampire with um, large endowments.
1: Yeah. Well, that, so she, she was known because there was this, like... Little, local access cable tv show where they would show these old crappy
0: horror and she movies she was the
1: host of the show she's the host like, right yeah. so she she, she became would famous them. because of that yep
0: yeah and then, so she's like the female if you remember joe bob briggs i don't remember okay he did a similar thing on like one of the the movie channels like he would he would say that you know coming up on this film you know we've got uh mm-hmm. 17 dead bodies 14 eviscerations sure you know, three boobs and, you know, whatever.
1: whatever. He yeah, would yeah. like
0: list all the things. He was funny. He was like a
1: kind of a hick version of it. Yeah.
0: He is so, actually kind of a, 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 even today, he's like a seven-year-old, very woke gentleman.
1: Nice. Um, well, Elvira uh, is, that was, I've, I've seen it only because I really like kitschy things, but I've only seen yes. it once because it wasn't very good. Yes.
0: Okay. No, no, no. And it's, it, it sort of falls into the, I would say it falls into the hairspray category. Hairspray's it's very better. kitschy. Yeah. No, no. No. But it's in the same sort of genre. Of yeah. Of if comedy. you like kitsch, sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Mm. This might have been the last. And there's another one on here too. This might have been the last year of like major releases that were really black exploitation films.
1: Mm-hmm. 1988. That might. That but, might be but a but thing. But this was a comedy it's, version, and it's notable because it's Keenan Ivory wayne So like, he's yes. gonna play a much larger role throughout the rest of pop culture, right? Sure.
0: I only included this. I've never seen it, but it's an amazing uh, title. I'm going to oh, yeah. get you, Sucker. Yeah. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This is a terrible movie. You should never see it. I did but see it. it <laughs> yes. And it involves, you know, it's it's literally, the, the title gives away the entire
1: movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason i saw it was because of the title and it's not fun yes. to watch at all
0: there's a terrible fight scene where like this gang member comes up to the killer clown who looks like a clown who looks fairly menacing mm-hmm. and he's gonna fight him and he takes a swing at him and he misses the clown just punches him and knocks his head off and yes. it's this terrible special effects with like
1: just a head that falls into a trash can so you remember more than i do because i just remember I seeing it and being disappointed that the movie did not live up to the title
0: yes so speaking of uh, movies that I've ever seen that it's an amazing title, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers.
1: Yeah, I did not know that this existed.
0: I didn't know either. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't, and I don't know if you can find this on, on, on demand or DVD or wherever you find your movies. But
1: Maybe they pay you to watch it now.
0: Maybe, maybe. Maybe you could get this movie for, for, you know, I don't know.
1: Negative 10 cents. Uh,
0: Crocodile Dundee 2. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've seen Crocodile Dundee 1 and you want to see the sequel, this is it. And that's all I'll say about this movie.
1: So here's a fun fact. Did you realize that there's actually a third movie that's no. recent, it came out recently? He's dead. Well, it came out before he died.
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert, he yeah. came out before he died.
1: And it's, it's the actor, I believe playing himself, You know, in a world where people know about Crocodile Dundee. And he's like an old guy, like just hey. doing things. I've never, is it good? I don't know. I've only seen the trailer. I didn't even know it existed until like a week ago.
0: Okay. Um, This movie is also another great um, title to a movie. I didn't even know it was a comedy. I've never seen it. It's called The Unbearable Lightness of Being. I asked my wife because she's read the book. Mm. And I was like, is it a comedy? And she's like, kind of. Okay. It's like a, a, it's kind of a postmodern absurdist kind of. Okay. That so, kind of thing. So,
1: so all I know because I remember the year pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a s- smart person movie. So, I, you know, mm-hmm. at the time I'm like 11. We are
0: both smart people.
1: We have never, I have never seen was, this movie. I was too young to watch that. I'm like, uh sure, just, yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer it's, Space. That that's what I'm going to watch <laughs> at that age. That's <laughs> great.
0: But uh, this is uh, Daniel Day Lewis and Juliette Binoche.
1: Okay, sounds smart.
0: I think I pronounced pronounced that correctly. They play. Czechoslovakians or Czech Republicans. I'm not sure, sure exactly what they go by right Fair now. Fair enough. Okay. I, I believe. Um, and then Action Jackson. We are not going to talk about this movie. It's a Carl Weathers movie. Also yeah. Blaxploitation. Yep. I believe I did see this. Um, it stars uh, Carl Weathers, uh, Sharon Stone, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe Vanity. She of Prince fame. Nice. Uh, but uh, so yeah, those are the movies we're not going to talk about. Okay. But we did talk about them, but we're not going to talk about
1: them. Right. Because we don't have so, enough info on them. No, we. I, I.
0: I don't. I've seen a few of them. They're not worth mentioning. No. But we are going to talk about movies that are worth mentioning.
1: And let's begin. Yes. First movie up is Beetlejuice. 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 Oh my God. What yep. happened? He might be somewhere. Yeah. This is actually yeah. a really good movie. Uh, Watch yes. it recently Tim with the kids. Tim Burton movie. Uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, special Davis, effects alec baldwin amazing yeah. special effects amazing special effects a fun plot like kids will be writer mm-hmm. is this one auto Rider's first sort of big film probably first notable one i would assume yeah yeah i know she
0: was a child actress but i i, I know she's young in this one but
1: yeah this it, is a great funny movie it's it's really funny it holds up mm-hmm. uh it's one of those things about Practical special effects actually do hold up, even though, like
0: yes, it's because it's mostly claymation, right?
1: Like, yeah, uh, claymation. A lot of makeup effects. They do things where mm-hmm. like they basically put prosthetic head on them, and they you know, right they're ghosts or whatever.
0: So you don't get that weird sort of green screen look,
1: or yeah, I mean, there's definitely like weird cutout stuff because they're in front of this stop motion. Yeah, stuff.
0: so when they do the stop motion um, stuff, and I think this might have been the the, the, the predecessor to when Tim Burton started doing The Nightmare Before Christmas and all those mm-hmm. things, yeah. uh, when he was doing all stop motion stuff.
1: But it has a look, right? Like y- you look at it and it looks like this weird dreamlike thing and that's what the world's supposed to be like. So uh, definitely like my kids really appreciate, they feel like, oh, this has a great special, like they would say that even though mm-hmm. it looks old, like the grain looks yeah. old and they-, they recognize that. So mm-hmm. holds up pretty well. Yeah, yep.
0: Underrated uh, Michael Keaton
1: performance too. Totally, it's great. really, they're actually very funny. Yeah, hugely funny.
0: Uh, so the next movie up is uh, so I wouldn't say this movie is a good movie. Do you know what? Do you know this movie I'm talking about? It's Johnny Be Good. Don't
1: remember this. Okay,
0: one. so Johnny Be Good is a football movie. Okay. Um, it stars uh, 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 Anthony Michael Hall. Okay. In sort of in sort of the movie where you start to see that Anthony Michael. Oh my gosh, he's like swole and like a, an adult. Okay. So it's no longer Breakfast Club Anthony Michael Hall. It's no longer mm-hmm. Weird Science, Anthony Michael Hall. It's no longer any of those like where he looks like a like a like a scrawny little ninety-eight pound weakling. This is actually him. He's playing high school quarterback. He's I see. buff and strong and you know, it would lead up to some of his other stuff where you never really believe that it was Anthony Michael Hall. Like mm. when Anthony Michael Hall plays that character in the dark Knight, you're just like, That's not really Anthony Michael Hall.
1: Mm. Because it's not pretty in pink and they like all, sure you know. so awesome. I have seen him recently because he was in uh, one of my favorite shows community. he plays a okay. the bully there, which is kind of funny considering his mm-hmm. role in uh the breakfast club, yeah, and he's he's not like swole. he's like a big kind of like you know he's an adult
0: looking human being, and it just doesn't fit with the fact that he didn't look that way
1: right <laughs> okay, so <that's laughs> and the, the most vulnerable
0: things so that's what's for. Uh this movie's not good. You shouldn't say it. Oh, okay. But I wanted to I do wanted to mention it because it did sort of delineate Anthony Michael Hall
1: I see. as a as a character. Right. Cool. So the next movie we have we're gonna jump down to. So Red Heat, which if I remember it is a Schwarzenegger film. Yes. It's a Schwarzenegger and the other Belushi. Okay. So I so have this seen a, one then. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so this is a run and we've got a couple of these in this year yeah. even. Um and, and coming up in like 1989, mm-hmm. so um, uh, if you remember in 1987, we had uh, Lethal Weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was like a huge, huge box office hit. So buddy cops were huge, like these, like, um, you've got this straight-laced cop and then this one that doesn't, you know, right. doesn't listen to the books or any, doesn't Loose go by cannon. the book and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: Loose cannon. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's been a while. They haven't made a good one in a really long time. They really haven't, and I think they could revive it. There's a lot you could do with the genre.
0: Yeah, make them not racist. Would that be one would help. That you could do stuff. Uh, make make a cop movie not racist. Yeah. Um, you know, give somebody like like you could totally do it now. Where like you know, there's one cop that's you know done all the implicit bias trainings, and you know is really is really like a wants to be like a protect and serve guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you think back just the previous few years, if you think back, you know, you've got. 48 hours, you've got yep. Legal Weapon, you've got all these films where there's this contrast and it's like law enforcement. But anyway, so this is one. Uh Schwarzenegger plays a former Russian cop mm-hmm. and Jim Belushi. Yes. Plays the uh US cop. I don't remember where this might be a Chicago movie.
1: I don't I don't remember any of the plot. I remember the trailer reasonably well. I think I've seen it. Uh yeah. that's all I can say about it.
0: Yeah, but it 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 did make a lot of money. This was the time of the you know this is like prime Schwarzenegger.
1: Sure. So we've got actually
0: a couple Schwarzenegger movies this year. And this I guess was, if
1: you're accumulating these kind of movies from this era, yeah. you would watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: uh, next movie up, Who
1: Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, and I could talk about this, this one quite a bit.
0: Yeah, we could both talk about this one quite a bit. This nearly made my top three.
1: Same. Same. Uh, I, I really, I had really it, actually, good movie. And I changed it. I I really love really
0: funny movie. This is a, this is a great movie for your kids. This is a great movie. If, if you don't have kids, Yeah. because there's lots of adult humor in this that's like, you know, first of all any male of a certain age had a crush on Jessica rabbit, even Mm -hmm. though she's a cartoon.
1: Yeah. Well, it's Kathleen Turner. It's
0: Kathleen Turner's voice. And then the, a a cartoon version of a Coke bottle (laughs) of the old, the old timey Coke bottles where they were, you know, you know, shaped.
1: Yeah, it's a, a gumshoe like potboiler mystery put in a cartoon world and at the time, so this kind of stuff happens a lot now, but at the time it was really notable because it put the Disney characters and the Warner Brother characters together and like right. some of the other kinds. I think, I don't know if the Hanna-Barbera ones are in there, The like Woody Woodpecker and that that's whatever. I think that
0: out. is Hanna-Barbera, so I think there is some crossover.
1: Yeah, it's just like a major brand crossover, so it was yeah. notable for that. You can never see these characters together otherwise.
0: Right. And I think and I think it's because this was I can't remember who d- originally produced this film. It might I have know been the producer. Name.
1: I know it was Zemeckis directed. Yes, and it, masterfully. Yeah.
0: Cuz it it does, you know, it's I mean it's 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 interesting for that because it does look like you're sharing their space mm-hmm. the, the cartoons and the people are sharing the same space.
1: Yeah. it's amazing. Uh, Even
0: though obviously they couldn't. Right. Um, in a way that, that I don't think really even f- equaled until you get to like Gollum and Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This was so that same really level. for special effects. This was great. Yeah. Uh, Story is very interesting and it's <laughs> actually kind of rings true today a little bit. <laughs>
0: yeah. And some great performances. Bob Coskins is amazing. Yeah, Because he's the one that interacts mostly with the, the with Roger Rabbit. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is like the creepiest villain ever.
1: Oh yeah. Super scary. As,
0: I can't remember, like Boss, whatever, I can't remember his name. Yeah, um, But really great movie. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of regretting, I don't know which one I would take out, but I'm kind of regretting not putting it in my top three. I,
1: I had it originally, and I, I changed things uh-huh. around because I couldn't ignore certain ones. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, jumping down a couple and we get to... Midnight Run, yeah. This one was also one that I wanted to put in my top three.
1: Yeah, I haven't rewatched my top three. That. Yeah. That's that's my problem. I haven't
0: watched this one as many times. Yeah. I just remember loving this film. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this this year probably like we should have had a, like a top three that
1: was like five 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 or six movies. So it's interesting because we don't have a long list here, but there's some really strong movies. Like if someone yeah. told you their favorite movie was Midnight Run, I would yeah I would understand right.
0: Sure. Sure. So it's it's prime Robert De Niro.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Charles Grodin plays. Uh, so it's a it's also a buddy, kind of a buddy cop movie. Yeah. Even though neither of them were cops. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of the same sort of thing. Uh, so Robert De Niro plays a, a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Grodin plays a an accountant who has embezzled lots of money from the mob. Right. So there's like multiple people chasing him, and he skipped bail. Right. So yeah. he's uh, he's gone to collect the bail. Um, he he being uh,
1: Robert De Niro. I can't remember any of the characters' names. Wait, I thought um, this, the bail skipper wasn't Grodin, and it wasn't De- no, 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 he was.
0: Oh no, okay. no uh, 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 De Niro is the bounty hunter, so he has been right. going to get Charles Grodin. Right, right, that's what. And I so he, yeah, he yeah. finds him, and then they he's taking him back to to right. to uh, stand trial. Right, and there's three competing factions. Right, there's the there's uh, the people that want him to stand trial for embezzlement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's the people that want to kill him, the mob. Yep. And then there's the FBI who wants him to turn state's evidence against the mobsters. Right. And Robert De Niro just wants to get his money.
1: Right. So he has to bring him back.
0: Um, And the banter between the two actors is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Charles Grodin's never been better unless you want to say that he was better in The Lonely Guy with Steve Martin.
1: Mm. I was thinking actually The Great Muppet Caper.
0: Which is also excellent. Yeah. But I think this one's probably better than his performance in The Great, 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 Great Muppet Caper, only because it's bigger.
1: Yeah, so the reason, that, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about this movie even though it's not the year, the reason it's hilarious to see him in The Great Muppet Caper, because it's Charles Grodin, right? Like a, right, 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 right. Like a serious actor playing this role, falling yeah. in love with Miss Piggy. And I think he's, is he the
0: only human in The Great Muppet Caper? He's the main He's one human. of the only humans. Yeah, yeah. there's
1: other humans, but they, they basically aren't, he's the only main human.
0: Yeah. And normally in a great, in a, in a Muppet movie, the human doesn't play the bad guy. Yeah. The, 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 the human plays the, you know, the friend of exactly. Kermit or whoever. Yeah. And he doesn't, he plays the guy that's trying to steal uh,
1: the, the baseball Miss Piggy diamond and, and the baseball diamond. Yeah. He's trying to stuff, woo yeah. Miss Piggy. And he's trying to steal the great baseball diamond, yeah. which is the, the, uh, the title of, you know, that's what the capers about. Yeah. Anyhow, Charles Grodin, great actor. Uh, Robert
0: Niro, great actor
1: yeah this is a funny movie. movie yeah yeah
0: it's also so this is not one for the kids because there's an f-bomb every mm-hmm. like third word um lots of language if your kids are fine with language then you could probably sit down with them yeah it's not particularly violent it's not particularly no, sexual or anything like that it's about it's dialogue. Just got a lot
1: of language it's just yeah. got a lot of language and i and it's one of those plots though that's been reused over and over again right like yeah wasn't there ba- there was basically one with uh, Reese Witherspoon and uh, Melissa McCarthy? That's basically the same thing as this. Like, oh no, 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 Sophia Vergara and okay, this. okay. There's this okay. plot just gets used a lot. Like, there's a cop yeah. chasing after someone; they're on the run, so that allows them to go to a lot of places and have hijinks. And then there's people after them. This that's Midnight Run all time And they become friends. Again. And they yes. become friends at the end. Right? Yeah, they're adversaries ostensibly, yeah. Yeah. but there, there's other forces after them. Yeah. And I think that's actually a staple of a lot of these 80s movies. It's like 80s movies establish the buddy cop. It's like whatever it is. It's like loose right. cannon plus straight-laced guy. And you just reuse that over and over again.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, later it on, is we're going to talk because about- I, yeah.
0: I think the origin of it might be something like Butch Cassidy. Yeah, probably. The yeah. Kid, but they didn't do any of that. They didn't like copy it in the 70s. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: They waited to the 80s to sort of steal.
1: Yeah. I think it's a theme that we're going to talk about later on when we get to other years, there's like these things that are more important for like the setup of the plot in the movie might be good, but that plot mm-hmm. comes again and again. When we get to groundhog day, all of a sudden we could talk about yeah. that forever. Right. Yeah.
0: Spoiler but, alert. Spoiler We're alert. talk about groundhog day. I'm sure that whenever we get to whatever year groundhog day came out, I think it was 1990. It's going to be both our favorites.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a semi, it's, it's a great movie and the plot is important. Yeah. But for that reason, even though midnight run didn't make either of our top lists, this plot is actually really important. Yeah.
0: yeah. And again, it's only because I haven't seen it multiple times, and I think I think it's because it's not a, a movie that kind of, um, you know, this came out when you and I—I I mean, I would have been thirteen, you probably would have been twelve. I, I nine, wouldn't have gotten that.
1: to rewatch this a lot, yeah.
0: Yeah, this is not a movie that's really conducive to you know playing on TNT mm-hmm. on a Saturday afternoon when it's raining outside. Sure. Because there's so much language in it. It's so hard to edit out all the stuff.
1: Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um,
0: it wouldn't been a good movie to sort of rewatch. Right. But yeah. Uh, okay. So the next movie, I'll, i admit that the, there's one reason that I put this movie in here. Uh, it's supposed to be good. I have never seen it. Okay. But it's called Mystic Pizza.
1: I've never seen it either. So now we have a movie I've never seen it either. So this will be
0: short. But this is the, this is the movie that launched the career of one Julia Roberts.
1: Oh, okay. That's important. This is, this is why it's
0: important. Okay. Um, uh, it raked. It, it, it's it's rated really well. Uh, mm-hmm. People like it. Um, I've never seen it. I can't tell you anything about it.
1: Sure. But I'm it, assuming. Yeah.
0: It has something to do with a pizza shop.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure there's magic. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and
0: I and I could give you the plot to a guy at a, a guy a, a guy and a girl in a pizza shop. Yeah, that's a, a different Ryan movie. Ryan Reynolds uh, sitcom from like the late '90s. But, okay. um, <laughs> but again,
1: 1988 notable like uh, it's again like in one year you get all of these things the debut of Julia Roberts you get these other movies which we're going to get into that are absolute classics and these other yes. ones that easily could have made the classic list
0: yes speaking of the next one probably was almost
1: on my top three too yeah this one definitely I love this movie uh, this movie is Scrooged yes it's, so
0: the plot of this is basic
1: it's, it's, a, it's a Christmas Carol yeah exactly And it's, with it's Bill Murray Bill Murray
0: but it's Bill Murray and it's Bill Murrayist.
1: Yeah. This is a really good movie. Yes, it is. I, I haven't because seen the, the, it in a while. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, 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 I see it
0: every four or five Christmases. i yeah. watch it. Um, but it's just got some amazing performances. Uh, Buster Poindexter plays a, a thing. I think Carol mm-hmm. Kane is in this Carol movie. Kane. I remember her in that. Yeah. yeah. She's one of the ghosts. Yeah. 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 And I think it's not Annie McDowell. It's Groundhog uh, uh, Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who plays the romantic lead doesn't matter it's funny go see it christmas carol with bill murray scrooged he plays the owner of a the runner of a uh tv uh like a tv uh network or something like that and they're yeah. putting on a yeah.
1: they're putting on a christmas special and he's just like i don't
0: want anything to do with this but. yeah
1: yeah it, it's 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 another it's a good version of that story yeah so totally one of the worth better watching. ones one of the better ones because totally it's,
0: it's a really a modern retelling of it. And try, everybody has tried to retell it in various forms. And this is probably up there with the Muppet version. If we're going to go. Yeah. That one is awful. A lot of that's, excellent, ex- that's excellent. That's yeah. excellent. Michael Caine plays the only human, I think in that one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he's terrific. Um, so the next movie we are at is twins. Yeah. This is so pretty he, classic actually. This is pretty classic. This, this was, uh, this is against it's Schwarzenegger at his uh, peak. This mm-hmm. is, he, um, he, and Danny DeVito are yeah. separated at birth. Twins. What they were like created in a lab, or something right. like that. Yeah. And for some reason, Schwarzenegger got all the good
1: genes, and Danny DeVito got all the other genes. Yeah, that's the idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, hijinks ensue. Like basically, yeah. the, you could see why the movie was sold. It's like we're gonna have. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito play twins. Yes. And that's yes. it. That's that's all you yes. need to know. No, and it
0: it showed, I think in a way that Red Heat didn't. I think it showed that, that Schwarzenegger did have some comedy chops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he was given the right sort of space to work in. Yeah. Um, I think Red Heat probably didn't work for him. And obviously, like... I feel Pat like Twins holds up
1: a bit. Either. Like, Twins is way more <laughs> rewatchable.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. I would watch Twins if it was on right now.
1: Anyhow. Yeah.
0: So this is the last one before our favorites. Uh, This is also one that probably could have gone in my top three.
1: Yeah. Um, And this movie is, the casting is tremendous. It's a Dirty Rotten Scoundrels.
0: Yes. Steve Martin and Michael Caine. Yeah. Play competing con men.
1: Yeah. And it's a remake, I guess, of a French movie that I, I don't know nothing about. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But it's so good. It's they're they're both trying awesome.
0: to they're both trying to woo a rich widower with lots of money or something like that. Yeah, and it's uh, or widow not widower. Yeah, that it's would be a different.
1: Literary. Glenn Heedley, who I don't I didn't know about, and uh, actually directed by uh, uh, Frank Oz. Yes, uh, if you
0: and anything, if if you know anything about Frank Oz, he is the voice of Miss Piggy, Fozzie yep. Bear, yep. and Yoda. Yep. I think Frank Oz also directed a movie we talked about last week, Spies Like Us. Mm. I think he was he either directed that. I know he was in it. He plays the teacher in the Spies Like Us movie. But this is a really funny movie. It's, it's, it, this is uh, Steve Martin. He's, just, he's throwing 98 miles an hour around the corner. Yep. Yep. So do we want to get into our favorites?
1: I think it's time.
0: Yes. Okay, so you start. It works out perfect. You start, I'll go, you start, you go, then I'll go, then okay. we'll go together.
1: So my uh, in my top three is uh, the movie Big. This Sorry. was
0: the, the movie that launched. Well, not launched him, but the, this made him
1: like a super-duper star, right? Tom Hanks is in it. He had already been in yep. a bunch of movies.
0: He had, but this made him like the the, the biggest star maybe we've Yeah. Seen.
1: So the history with Big is there had already been a bunch of other of the uh, – Freaky Friday style movie. So Freaky Friday is yet yeah. another one of those plots that sure. came out in that a book. It re- keeps being remade. Yeah, because it's just a great plot and you can do a mm. lot with the plot. You know, yes. a, a grown-up and a child switch bodies, right? Right. This
0: one big. doesn't exactly have that. It's slight, slightly different because he doesn't switch bodies. but Yeah,
1: but it's yeah, just those, one it's person. It's just right. a child becomes big. Yes. That's it. A child wishes he were big and he becomes big. Yes, he becomes a 35-year-old man. Yeah. And it's, it's a really awesome plot because it's been reused again in the 13, 13, uh, going, 13 on going on 30. Yep. And then very recently in, tar- in uh, Shazam, right? It's, okay. Shazam so, is basically yeah. big. Yeah. Uh, all of the hijinks that you would expect happen where like, mm-hmm. what, what what is it like if a child suddenly has all of the responsibilities and yet quote unquote power of an adult? Right.
0: He stays a plate, he eats ice cream for dinner, yeah. he has an apartment yeah exactly his money you know toys and you know uh he's got a, a trampoline in his living room it's just yeah. like everything that you would think um he figures out how to get a job he gets a job at a toy company
1: yeah of course yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's really funny it's really sweet um mm-hmm. i think it's just a great movie it, it's gonna it hold up well yeah
0: it does i we, we saw it maybe a year or so ago okay. it's got it's got one of the all-time iconic scenes mm-hmm. uh, at an FAO Schwarz, which I don't think exists anymore as a mm-hmm. toy store, um, where Tom Hanks is playing, um, ch- not chopsticks, but- um, Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul on a piano that you dance on, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then Robert Loggia kind of joins him. That's right. Uh, as, they, as they kind of just, they play. And so they're 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 ostensibly adults. He doesn't know that he's a you know ten year old being put into a thirty five year old body. But um, they're adults and they're playing, and that's kind of the the message of the film, right? That, like yeah. Adults need to play. Kids need to be more responsible. I don't think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a really great movie. I think it holds. I haven't seen it as recently as that, but like I I had to, I'd seen it like maybe a few years before that. And yeah. Something no, it holds to up. Yeah.
0: It holds up, and this is this is when you get. The full like, you understand that Tom Hanks can be, you know, the goofy, you know, cross-dressing person in
1: <laughs> uh, with some buddies. Buddies.
0: and but he so he's got the comedy chops, but then he's also got these like sweet dramatic moments. Yeah. Um, in this film that he had never gotten a chance to show up to this point,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I really think. And then you get that, and you know, and became the greatest actor yeah. of our time.
1: And yeah. that romantic lead is Elizabeth Perkins, if I'm right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really great yeah. movie
0: yeah uh so uh one of my three favorites from the film, I am a sucker, an absolute sucker for baseball movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've watched a baseball game okay. in about seven years, yeah, I like, start to finish, but uh so my 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 one of my favorites is bull Durham mm-hmm. so this movie is kind it's essentially about baseball, it's a minor league baseball uh team in uh, Durham, North Carolina, Durham Bulls. Uh, Kevin Costner plays an aging catcher who's had a career, uh, like the greatest, one of the greatest uh, uh, careers in minor league history. He's he's, uh, approaching the home run record for for minor league home runs, which is kind of like, you know. Terrible record. It's a a terrible record to have, right? You're the greatest non-major league baseball player of all time
1: right not quite <laughs> good enough, but yeah.
0: yeah not quite good enough he's like you know he's been to the majors maybe like once and then you know just kind of flamed out you
1: know? yeah
0: had a cup of coffee and so to speak yeah. but uh um i think it's actually kevin costner's best performance mm. uh susan sarandon's amazing in this film yeah. as the kind of
1: the a minor league the, uh, groupie
0: <laughs> the minor league groupie that follows yeah. around like the the next big thing that's coming through the uh her, her minor league town on their way to the majors, and she sort of identifies Eric Roberts mm-hmm. in one of his first major roles. Tim Tim Robbins, right? Tim Robbins. I'm sorry, yeah. Eric Roberts. Wow. Uh, Tim very Robbins. <laughs> very very different. Yeah. Tim Robbins, uh, who uh, is the star pitcher, uh, amazingly named Nuke mm-hmm. uh, who's wild and can't throw strikes, but uh, you know Crash Davis, also a great name, um, the catcher that Kevin Costner plays. Takes him under his wing, teaches him how to, you know, be a baseball player, how to be yep. a professional, how to be an adult. Yep. Um, and they have this kind of relationship on the field, which is complicated by things because they both fall in love with Susan Sarandon. Right. Off the field. Yeah. Uh, so it's a romantic comedy.
1: It's a baseball comedy. Um, it's, uh, it's just great. And a lot of people will list this as one of the best uh, sports movies of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like very easily yeah, well, it's you'll always see it in the list yeah even though it's not even about the majors or professional no. sports well, well it is professional but you know. yeah but uh
0: robert wall is an amazing uh yeah. character as the assistant manager to the mm-hmm. to the to the main manager i can't remember the actor that plays the manager but uh uh one of my favorite lines and in in, uh, and i don't really do this very often with movies but uh it's like the, the manager comes in to, to really yell at the team. And he's like, you lollygag around the infield. You lollygag around the bases. You lollygag around the outfield. What's that make them? And, and Robert Bull just, you know, straight laced in the background. is just, lollygagger, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway,
1: yeah, it's, it's got some great speeches, great dialogue. It's really funny. Definitely worth, not for the kids at all.
0: No, 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 no. There's lots of uh, sexual innuendo, lots of F words, lots of, uh, lots of yeah. words that you Yeah, should... well, and then, like, sex, too.
1: Oh, yeah, there's, there's
0: some love scenes.
1: So, like, uh, you know, not that there's anything wrong with it, but you're gonna have an awkward time watching it with the kids, so just, just don't.
0: I would also recommend don't watch it with your parents.
1: Also true. <laughs> Both statements are true.
0: Yeah, it's a romantic comedy. It's, yeah. uh, it can be vulgar, um, there's nothing. It's objectional. No, it's not. It. It's it holds
1: up. Wrong with it? Yeah. As I no, it holds up. Yeah, it holds up. Yeah, totally. So the next movie up. Uh, this is my pick. As we go into, it's an Eddie Murphy movie, "Coming to America."
0: A lot of people have this as their favorite Eddie Murphy movie. I
1: had to list this. Like, I yeah. this. I had a really hard time, and like, I just looked, and I, I cannot exclude "Coming to America." Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, it takes a classic um, old-timey studio movie premise of a prince, an unknown prince comes to America to find his bride. He right. goes to the only, where else would you find a queen? Uh, where would you find someone worthy of a king? Queens.
0: Queens, New York. Yeah. And he goes incognito. He doesn't yeah. go as a prince. He goes as just a, yep. you know, a, a random dude. dude.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he goes to work at the <laughs> knockoff McDonald's called McDougal's. Right. Right, and he wants to find a bride because that—that's what he's been ordered to by his father, James Earl Jones. There's an awesome the opening of the movie is so great, showing him as a prince living yeah. in luxury.
0: Yeah, and, and then, then what, uh, it,
1: what it becomes. What it becomes. So this yeah. movie,
0: this movie, this movie is one of those where the the plot really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We say that a lot with a lot of these comedy movies. Um, this is a movie where Eddie Murphy and uh, his sidekick in the movie uh, Arsenio Hall. Yes. Um, before he did the Arsenio Hall show and became yeah. kind of a parody of himself, but um, they play something like seven or
1: ten characters a piece. Yeah, they keep in this taking thing. different roles. the The barbershop scene is the barbershop amazing. scene is amazing. Icon. They,
0: yeah, there's there's scenes. That, yeah, there's all kinds of amazing scenes where they both play different roles. It's a it's a comedy tour de force. It's an amazing performance by by Eddie Murphy and Arsenio. Yeah, I mean just just. the the number of roles they kind of take on and just, Mm -hmm. I I imagine that a lot of this film was not scripted. It was mostly just ad-libbed.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I've watched this so many times. This is like one of my favorite movies as a kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just think that the performances are great. And I don't know, I'm hoping it holds up. I haven't seen it recently, but like- I think
0: it does, I think it does. You can watch an edited version of this too that's probably like a made for TV version that's probably doesn't have a lot of the language because Eddie Murphy had a reputation at the yeah. time of being a little you know raw a raw little, See what i line- did
1: there but yes exactly <laughs> i do think like the 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 genuine humor in the heart of the movie does hold up regardless of language like that it doesn't need that it it just mm-hmm. has all of those bits the the through line through of the the romance plot works and there's just a ton of humor up and down it yeah
0: yeah it's a i mean and i think we could talk say this about a couple of these movies so like even Bull Durham, this one um, and eventually, uh, um, uh, the next movie that we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. like in a movie that's like a comedy that's made for an adult, mm-hmm. but it's not raunchy.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. It's
0: not it's not like American pie.
1: Totally. Yeah. You know, it's,
0: it's, it's an adult and it's mature, but it's not, it's not gross.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is a movie very well worth revisiting for anyone yeah. who's a movie fan. You just want to understand yeah. comedy. Go back and watch yeah. this. Yes, I agree 100. I percent Similarly, mm-hmm. uh, the next movie we have on here, um, I was kind of
0: surprised you didn't put this on here. This kind of sounds, mm-hmm. sounds like your uh, kind fish of movie. Fish called is. Wanda. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A fish called Wanda. So this was written by John Cleese, he mm-hmm. of uh, uh, Monty Python fame. Fame. Yeah, uh, and there's several actually uh, alums from Monty Python in yeah. this film, including uh, Michael Palin as a stuttering, uh, as a study as a stuttering. Uh, uh, did you freeze?
1: Oh, am I? I don't, oh no, you didn't freeze. Okay. I'm sorry. And the okay. reason, and the reason I asked that
0: is because we are both going through really, really hot, uh, like heat hot waves going on. Yeah. It's hot as Hades, wherever we're at. And I keep getting notices on my phone about PG and E potentially cutting off my power. Yeah. No, so I'm, I good. I'm, good. Of, I'm good. I'm good. And, we have power. Yeah, here. Shooters, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So anyway, a fish call Wanda. So, um, it's a, it's a heist movie. Yep. Uh, so, um, there are two Americans, and then uh, most of the movie is in uh, uh, Britain. So Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis and Kevin Klein play uh, a couple mm-hmm. who pretend to be brother and sister yes. uh, thieves. So she can try to seduce whoever she needs to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she, because Jamie Lee Curtis, at this time in her life, was the sexiest damn woman in the world.
1: And I do remember that about this movie. Yes. Even, even at the amazing. age I was.
0: <laughs> She's amazing in this yeah. film. And, and Kevin Klein he won the Oscar and deserved it. Um, uh, it's really funny. Uh, they're, they're trying to steal these diamonds, mm-hmm. and Michael Palin is like a is a stuttering animal rights activist, yes. like the animal lover. Yeah, and he can't get through a sentence, but he's a thief. Yep, and uh, he has the diamonds, mm-hmm. and the two Americans want to get the diamonds, and so she's trying to seduce him. Uh, it's not working out, so she tries to seduce his blackmail his brother-in-law who's a banister <laughs> yep played by John Cleese That's right. and he actually gets she actually gets John Cleese to fall in love with her right because she's Jamie Lee Curtis who wouldn't fall in love with her right um, it's just hilarious and uh, Kevin Klein in this amazing sort of he's a total um, Anglophobe like he hates everything about Britain right right and loves everything about America so he was almost like Contemporary Donald Trump,
1: yeah, but not bombast. Even even as a thief, he's way better. But anyhow, yes.
0: Oh yeah, far more. Even though he fails
1: at the end, spoiler alert, uh, he's far more competent. So I'll tell you the only reason why this doesn't make my top three, Um, and it's not for a good reason. When I saw this initially, I saw it in theaters with my friend and his uh, mom. Did you do that intentionally, the friend? No, yeah, no. Oh, actually, no. I didn't. that would have been funny, though. So, so like seeing it with someone's parent is not, not the way to see this at all.
0: No, 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 no. It's it's again. It's one of these adult. Um, you want to see this as
1: an adult. Don't see it with the kids. Yes. Don't it's see it with the kids. Totally fine. Like no, dialogue, place you your kids see it, but don't yeah. see it with them. Yeah, it's it's a little awkward, and that's that's yeah. the only reason why it didn't make my list. Yeah. No, it's a good it's a good movie. Totally good, and I I knew it at the time. Like I knew it was a good movie. So. The last one on the list. We, both of, both of us picked it. Yeah, we both picked it. It is the Naked Gun from the Files yes, of Police Qua- Squad. Uh huh. This movie's classic. Leslie is Leslie Nielsen, RIP. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen. Uh, the only thing about this movie that doesn't
0: hold up <laughs> is the fact that O.J. Simpson is a star in it, <laughs> and he's hilarious. <laughs> he's,
1: you know, what he really
0: missed his calling.
1: Yeah. He done this if he
0: if, murder. he if he had not been a, a murderer, whitebeater, yeah. he'd murderer. have been yeah. double murderer. Sorry, um, uh, he'd have been. I think he probably could have done movies like this. Like I know, like there's a story that he was almost the Terminator. Yeah, yeah, he could have yeah. been an actor for it's, a long time. Yeah, he could have been. He was really good in this movie. It's uh, so funny. But this is so. So the Naked Gun comes from the same creators that created the movie Airplane. Mm-hmm. uh like a generation earlier um it is the def like the def by definition just like stupid comedy it's almost like the entire movie's a pun
1: yeah and i love it for that like <laughs> yes. uh there's yes, so it many is. it's puns and visual puns i always yeah. reference this thing which i just think it's funny like uh everywhere i go i see things that remind me of her and it's the thing yes. in southern california if you've ever done that drive and you see the two things that look like boobs like yes which everyone's seen.
0: Yes, I think I think everybody has made the joke. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. When <laughs> when you're at a sporting event and someone's yeah. about to sing the uh, national anthem. This
1: movie's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just really funny. Um,
1: just watch, I mean, it. you know, like it's, this. It's innuendo and like expo- just explain sure. to your kids. There's nothing wrong with it. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, it's the the kind of thing. It's like, hey, nice beaver. It's 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 <laughs> uh, and and to be honest with you, there's a few Naked Gun sequels. They're all the same movie. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's. They just there's add more jokes. Of, yeah, yeah. There's more jokes. Some of them aren't as good, but they're all
1: fine. This one though is real. Like the this whole movie, I've I've watched it so yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah. So excellent. Yeah, got uh, Deserving of the top three for both of us. Like it, sure, been, sure. Been yeah, this was
0: a no-brainer.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, easy, that's that's, so yeah, that's it. That's That's nineteen. That's nineteen
0: eighty-eight. Um, we advise you to go see you know Naked Gun and and our favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're a little out on, um, you know, maybe, uh,
1: uh, killer clowns from outer space or Hollywood chainsaw. Sure. You probably actually, you know, the one that, that didn't make our list that everyone should probably see is who framed Roger rabbit because it's on Disney sure. plus now.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah,
1: somehow yeah, the rights go sense. to Disney. The, I don't, I don't know. I, I wonder if they made it actually. They might've been the producing house at the they end of the They might've been day. the
0: producer. Cause I can kind of remember there being a who framed Roger rabbit ride at Disney.
1: Possibly. For a while, that's great. Remember. So that's that's actually the one that you might yeah. end up seeing just because of access.
0: Yeah, I think a few of these. If you do like uh, HBO Max now, I think probably a couple of
1: these are on there too. Sure, they've got a lot of films. Yeah, 1988, not a bad year. Not a bad no.
0: year at all. No, 1988, good, good, good thing. So, uh, Dad bod, um, we've got lots to choose from. Yeah, we uh, could go Leslie Nielsen. I was thinking of that. We could go. Classic. We could go John Cleese. John Cleese is a classic dad bod. So, so both are very if,
1: if, thin. So actually, I'm going to go Bob with Hoskins? The Bob Hoskins because of that.
0: Bob Hoskins, kind of short, kind of, kind of, kind of
1: like your 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 short friend's dad. What I like for the dad bod is it's a little bit of tum. I like a little mm-hmm. bit of, a little bit of gut there.
0: Yeah, that's he's also got the classic you know horseshoe pattern of balding.
1: Yeah, you know, kind of like George Costanza. Yeah. And no, yeah. no one ever went wrong with choosing Bob Hoskins for their dad bod of the week.
0: Yeah, but there, there are so many dad bod. I mean, like the wow. other one that we didn't mention. I mean, Charles Grodin could have been a good dad bod. Tra- Charles yeah. Grodin looks like a dad. Well, yeah, There's and, lots and of dads. It, the
1: acting of Charles yeah. Grodin it just sort of fits. Very dad. Yeah, yeah he he acts dad like the whole time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even when he's uh, seducing Miss Piggy, he's uh, he does it in a very dad like way.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, all them I think all the Muppet movies are on Disney Plus too. So,
1: yeah, and those are movies that are great. Yes, I, oh. I don't think they've ever made a bad Muppet movie. I I uh, I actually I think the the Muppets uh, someday we could do a whole podcast about this. I think they're just completely underrated. Yeah,
0: I think we should do we should do like a ranking of Muppet movies.
1: Yeah, Muppet Muppets A to Z.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't I can't imagine there being a Z, but if there. Well, I mean, something has to be the yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Thank you, yeah, Shane. That's, thank you, Mike. That's the episode. Uh, rate,
0: subscribe, review. I don't care. Do yeah.
1: Just, just watch whatever you want. Uh, we just yeah. like making it. Yeah. If you yeah, listen, if you that's listen, great.
0: Great. Cool. Tell us stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can contact us because you probably all know us. I'm sure you, you have our phone us. numbers. Like, uh, So so this is episode, I think, like 16 or something like that. Maybe you're, 17. You're, so maybe 17
1: or 18. I don't know. It could be 19. We've kind of forgotten, but we're okay with that. We could.
0: Um, But your wife earlier today was, was, was listening to a, a, an episode from like six weeks ago. Sure. And, and we probably recorded it two and a half months ago. True. And it was when we were ranking detectives Mm -hmm. and she pointed out and she posted on our Facebook page. It's like, what about this uh, detective that you didn't mention? And I was Mm. like, it's not even like she mentioned Nancy Drew, like the, the, the new adventures of Nancy Drew ah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's not even the biggest omission. Oh yeah. And we had our detectives. we had, had our detectives episode. We didn't mention Scooby Doo. I know. How that's... did we not mention Scooby Doo? We're both dads. We both yeah. grew up in the eighties. hell's wrong with us?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I obviously love. I thought I mentioned Nancy Drew. I love Nancy Drew. Uh, yeah. Talk about it a lot. We but... didn't
0: mention Nancy Drew or Scooby Doo
1: or I don't, I don't know. They, uh, I don't know. Yeah. We might've had a drink or two. That's usually how these. Things yeah. Work.
0: I think we're both done with our, uh, we're with our whiskey for the evening.
1: Oh, uh, not for so, the evening for me.
0: My okay, friend. Sure. For, for for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, go refill your, for your glass, sir. And I, we will see you next week.
1: We'll see you next week. Thank you very much.